Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. Warning. Warning. This podcast contains Charlie Hunter. Hello. Welcome to the Newcastle <laughs> Matter. <laughs> Please welcome uh, Paul Doolan. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, Dave Watson. Hello. And back, Charlie Hunter. Hello. Hello. Sorry, I just promised, <laughs> I promised Newcastle Natters that on any future podcast that you featured, um, there would be a warning that you're, that you're on because they're always a little bit different. But it's great to have you back, Charlie. How have you been? Um, I'm just, I'm happy that you haven't broken your promise to the Natters and uh, I've been well. It's been, it's, been a, it's been a holiday or two, uh, full of uh, cheer and illness and a lot of us losing. Yeah, that's a pretty good summary. Pretty much every Christmas. Yeah. That I can remember. Yeah. Paul, yeah. you were doing dry January. Yeah. Eight, <laughs> eight days. Eight days. <laughs> well, January <laughs> is only eight days long. Let's not forget that. So we're now in the 2nd of February. Right. 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 Obviously. So I did it. I did yeah. the full eight days of January. But you're allowed dry white wine, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dry vermouth. Right. Yeah. Dry yeah. martinis. Excellent. Dry humour. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Paul, you went to the Watford game on Saturday. I did, yes. Was... Was that the straw that broke the camel's back with regards to needing <laughs> alcohol? It didn't help. It was, well, it was a fairly boring game. And then as soon as we left the stadium, it was raining harder than I've ever seen. So it's completely soaked on a train back to London and just thought, I need to have a drink. So that did stop dry January. I probably told this story a couple of years ago on the Natter, but a few years ago I was at uh, Newcastle versus Reading at the Medeski Stadium. Ooh. And they weren't selling... Lamatai. Yeah. And I think they'd uh, highlighted Newcastle as a problem team in terms of their supporters. So they weren't selling any alcohol. Mm. And all the fans were really angry about it. And I remember leaving that game at about five o'clock on a Saturday... And hearing one fan say to another, I've only had three pints all day. <laughs> all day. <laughs> and the other, really angry about it. And one of his mates went, aye, and you still had that glass of water. 
It was weird because I normally do drink at the football, but because yeah. I was still dry Januarying during the game. It's yeah. the first time I've sat in a seat for the whole of half time. Half time's rubbish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they had two mascots having a foot race. And that was it. What is a foot race? As in a running race. I don't know why I spe- <laughs> specified foot race. that. Yeah, that's a common. That's a common term. Yeah, is it? Just yeah. in case it was like a bike race or anything. I feel a like on race. every Newcastle Natter, there's a term that I've never <laughs> heard that everyone else knows. We're expanding your lexicon. What is this foot so, race? Okay, we're clearly all avoiding the subject of avoiding the, game. the subject <laughs> of the fact that it's now four one nil defeats in a row. Yeah, as I've said before, the worst kind of defeat, in my opinion. It was. Yeah, I wasn't sure when you said that last week and then having sat through it live you were completely right it was utterly depressing but it seems to me like from the from the highlights and from following it on twitter because i wasn't able to get a decent stream i don't know if anybody else was but from following it on twitter and the highlights and all the rest of it it looked like we had the the best of the chances we looked pretty good we we just didn't put the chances away which it's been the case for the last, like, four or five games. I think that yeah. we're about... <laughs> well, honestly, we're, like, like, a decent finisher away from... We could have we could have launched up the table and got through the cup if we'd had a decent... I think, in a way, finisher. that was part of the problem. Yeah. There, there was quite a bit of unrest from the away end, especially towards the end. And mm. it was... If we'd just played shit or put out a weakened team, I think that would have been fine. It's the fact that for the fourth game in a row we were creating quite a few decent chances and missing them right. and allowing the other team one half chance. And that, like Rob Elliott barely had a save to make for the rest of the game. And, the, and the, the one chance that they did get was such that Rob Elliott, he didn't really... Like, he was not up much against it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, the, the, the misplaced pass was... A well, moment the subject of that, Troy Deeney in the flesh is the biggest footballer <laughs> I've ever seen. What, I think Adi big? He was the only one I can compare him to is Aguchi Onyewu, the tank, hell. and he seemed bigger than that. Like watching him, I mean, I don't know if we were going to come onto this anyway, but watching him in the first half up against our centre backs, mm. well, against Colachini and Mbwa and Bemba, even he looked like a giant compared to them. Oh, then we brought on Lascelle for the second half, and they're the same size. Oh, Lascelle's like, a unit. Yeah. Lascelle was really good. I was very really? impressed was with him. Yeah. I, and where the nice fuck has he been? Well, he's been on the bench. He's been behind wow. Colaccini, which actually just dead quick. Um, I was reading a report earlier that says that uh, McLaren thinks that Colaccini's a doubt for the, for the game against Man U. He picked up some kind of knock in the game, which is why he went off and Lascelle came on. Good news? Uh, <laughs> maybe, think, yeah. I'd actually. play Lascelle. He looked comfortable on the ball. He got forward. He played good passes and he kept it simple and it, he can win a ball in the air yeah i mean Colacini's not doing that which we want from him which is to no. lead the line and be the i don't know like you you want him to be sniffing out interceptions you want him to be being a little bit of a cleverer footballer than someone like steven taylor but jamal lasalle like if he can just be a unit against man U, mm. and uh, we got west ham after that like fine yeah, against Andy Carroll, I would rather have... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about partnerships as well. I think Mbemba and Colacini are kind of too similar to each other. Okay. They're, they're both sort of quite cultured footballers. They both like a little run forward. Hmm. Whereas you sort of want one big stopper and then one sort of fairly decent footballer, I think. I'm not sure how much I agree with that. Well, Paul? Okay. Oh, God. Oh, which part? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, well, maybe they are. I mean... 
if they are, then Colaccini is Mbemba ten years into the future. Yeah, I, I don't mean they're literally. I'm saying the same Colaccini person. slow. Yeah, Paul Colaccini's got curly hair. He's white. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, I'll move on to the general malaise at the club, which will dominate this podcast, just like it's dominated every other podcast. Let's say the there was one other years. highlight of the game. But, yes, I was going to say, let's, let's just stick on to the game, and you are the expert on the actual Well, game there was one ball. bit that didn't get shown on any of the highlights packages. Right, tell us about it. Just because it happened near where we were sat, but there was a moment where quite a few people genuinely worried that LaSalle may have died. <laughs> Really? You know, you know when players like run towards the edge of the pitch and just do that little hop over the advertising hoarding so they can't slow down? Yeah. yeah. So he did that, but unfortunately at uh, Vicarage Road, the pitch is raised about six feet above the lower tier of the stand. So right, he jumped over, not realising there's like a five or six foot drop the other side. Oh, so he nonchalantly <laughs> hopped over and then just disappeared. <laughs> Didn't get up for about three seconds. And everyone in the stand just stood up like... I think he might be dead. <laughs> Nobody knew what was going on. He eventually got up and had to like chuck his arms up and hoist himself over and run back on. But he's limping for ages. One thing I want to ask you just before we move away from the game is that um, Florian Tovan went down injured or in inverted commas injured. Yeah. And he seemed to get a lot of abuse. Like yeah. certainly on Twitter, they were saying everybody's booing Tovan because he, he's fake an injury. I mean, that's what it seemed like. That's all some people... Sorry, it seemed like he was faking injury. It seemed like people were directing it at him, because I saw a lot of people saying afterwards, no, they were just saying it about the whole team. Right. But he'd... He came on, was as ineffectual as he's ever been, gave away possession about four times in a row, Mm. and he was running back for one point and then just got tackled. Clearly wasn't injured, went down pretending to be injured. Right. Because he just jogged straight back on afterwards. Yeah, because there was, there was the, the chance that I, I heard were, um, you're not fit to wear the yeah, shirt. That and, seemed and a lot pretty of clearly directed was, at him. Yeah, yeah, but you're saying that it was actually a more... No, I think it was directed at him. Oh, okay. No, I think yeah. it was definitely at him. That's a, that's a shame, because that's not going to give him any confidence. No, he well, was just so hope he, as well. Let's though. just hope he hasn't... Learn English yet, <laughs> <laughs> and then he won't know. So yeah, that is a shame. But you can understand it's a death death by a thousand cuts, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's been going on for so long, and it's not just the last four games. It's just relentless misery. Yeah, hmm. I mean, it, it seems to me like the, the 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 performances in the last few games, well, last four or five games, haven't actually been that bad. We haven't been embarrassed by any side. We haven't been like undone by any side we've kind of undone ourselves like the the lack yeah. of the finishing ability at the club is the thing that's um, holding us back and, and when so, alden's mistake for the goal yeah i mean that's so like it's it's well. on so uh, the the players weren't booing losing away to watford in the fa cup the, sorry the fans weren't booing the losing away to watford in the fa cup the fans were booing the fact that we've lost four games one nil in a row we're not putting away Decent chances, like really good chances. That's what they were booing. I would say they were booing losing away to Watford in the Cup. I would say they were booing the fact that we haven't won an FA Cup game since 2012. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that they were booing everything over the last few years. And they were booing the fact that Tovan represents a failing transfer policy 
mm. of signing f- f- underwhelming French lightweights. More on that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, More on that to come. Charlie, <laughs> we've been deferring to Paul because he was at the game, but it's just depressing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you've been yeah. Feedback from someone that wasn't there might be more cheery. Yeah, you've been away for a while. In my imagination, yeah, reimagine what's, what's, winning. <laughs> <laughs> What's your take on Newcastle's I just, 2016? It, it's getting to that, that space. There's always like a stretch during every season where I, I kind of involuntary or subconsciously fade out because I just know, I, I just know, you just get that, you're like, oh, we're going through a string of what's going to be like embarrassing losses. And I was like, what for the pushing for Champions League? I mean, maybe not realistically, but they're up that end. I put a tenner on them of uh, free bets on Ladbrokes. Did you? Oh, yeah, to get did for them to win the Champions the, uh, League. Code, I did. Lad, fifth, I sorry, did. So you I put did. a tenner on them to get to qualify for the Champions mm, League. Yeah. Oh. Well, I've got Leicester City to win the league and uh, Watford to I have to, some magic beans. Would you like to buy them? Well, do they involve fourth place? Because I'm, I'm, I could possibly be talked into it. I just I did a few different like free bet thingies and I'm... I'm kind of excited, but I kind of know that they're not going to go through. But they might do, and, you know, drinks on me. But it was like... They that's go that's Watford, law. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's a legally is, binding yeah. contract. Yeah, that, that's, okay. So yeah, that's really, how you're spending your free bets. Which like, I can never really, make work for you. Yeah. Bets, but well done. <laughs> you guys will get the fruitiest cocktails that you, you desire. Um, the... Yeah, I don't know. Watford, it was just like, yeah, I knew. I knew. I just knew. I was like 1-0, and it was... I knew it was going to be lost. Didn't watch it. And I forgot it was even on... And then, yeah, but, like, I, I, don't, I don't want to skip ahead topics, but it's the transfers that just mm. boil my blood. Yeah. Yeah. Fergus, do you remember what we predicted? You predicted 1-0. Well done. High five Is that round. why you asked that question? High fives all right. Come on. Come on. Um, I don't remember. Here we go. Go on. Well I think the one. I think the two things going on right now that really annoy me. One is the fact that McLaren's talking about the performances and how they're really good and blah blah blah. But then also, I know intrinsically that he is right. That's the most frustrating part. I don't actually know if he's the man for the job. But like these players, Mitrovic and Mbemba, and these players, like they are, they're fantastic players. If they were in a more kind of like dynamic side, that, I mean, Wijnaldum would probably have twenty goals. But like it's it's. It's the com. It's it's that lack of experience. It's that lack of um, grit. Who was the one? Who was the game? What was the game before this one? Who did we play before Watford? Arsenal. Yes, yeah. Arsenal. It might have been. I think we all can all remember what the result was. And then who was the one yeah. before that? I think it was the one before West that Brom. that I watched. West Brom. Yeah. Yeah, it was Arsenal, then West Brom, then Everton before that. Oh, maybe it was Everton. That's the one I watched, the Everton one. There's just... Sorry, there's, that was the last game you watched. Yeah, there's no, there, were no, <laughs> there were no teeth. There's no, like... There's no... Um, I, it's the kind of team where, You're like... You're suggesting we sign Suarez. <laughs> <laughs> there's no... With the, like, this Newcastle team could win if we were a bit more, like, elbowy and physical and a bit more dirt, yeah. dirty, but we're not. And so, we, like, we need that perfect pass to go through. Well, I don't, I, don't, it, I don't know if I agree with you that we need to be more physical, more aggressive, because I think we've got the players in there, like, um, like Jan Matt's not, certainly not shy of putting in a, a late tackle or a, or a, a reducer, as they're called. Callback... Similarly, I think Mitrovic is definitely not shy. Yeah, Teote. Yeah, Teote's got... Guess got talk well, we're not. We're not. I think what you what, what you you have touched on is that we do need to be a little bit more toothy up front. I think that if yeah, that's we, what I mean. If, though, if right. we've got like like Mitrovic was so close to putting in like twice in the last three games, he's been within like mm. a f- 
a gnat's fanny hair of putting the like getting the touch on the ball that puts it in the back of the net. He's just it's. You remember um, Gascoigne's uh, miss against um, Germany in the uh, the Euros? It's funny yeah. that miss. That miss is that just miss like, has <laughs> now become like everyone remembers that miss. And actually, that's quite a common thing in football. Oh yeah, yeah. But, but it's, it's, no, it's, they, I do that as well. Dude. It's, it's the biggest example of. It's that the example miss, of that kind of miss. And people people are having a go at Mitrovic at, uh, about that, and I'm I'm not sure if it that's fair because to be honest all he's doing is running at full pelt into the box he can't, you can't run. get there you can't get there yeah so maybe it's the the, the big the, one i don't know he looked fairly lethargic i thought watching him or for against 90 Watford. minutes yeah he, yeah yeah like he put himself about a bit but so many times the ball would go up to him against someone he's probably bigger than and just bounce straight back yeah i, th- I think you sort I of think assume he's, he's going to be better yeah. at holding up the ball than he is and he does lose possession a lot but then he's a kid so yeah that's, that's, i was going to say he's really having suffering the pressure, the pressure. Of doing that well, very, that's very not young. nice to hear but he should be having that pressure because it just so happens he's unfortunate enough to be a professional footballer who's been signed for quite a big transfer fee not massive in today's terms, but a pretty big for us. Be being paid quite a lot, and he just so happens that we really actually need him to be playing well. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's not a hope. You know, he's not like it's not like when Manu, who are also shit, and we'll come on to them. But it's not like he's one for the future. He is supposed. But he to should be at any pro- other yeah, Premier League club well now. Yeah, I, was I gonna... think at any other club he would be considered one for the future. I, th- I think he was signed for That's us to I mean. be one for and the it, future because yeah. I think that our I think Mc- the idea was to le- leave Cisse up front on his own and try and play that four two three one yeah. and playing the balls through to him and all the rest of it. I think we're playing Mitrovic now because Cisse was either unfit, out of form, or. All we've, all we've signed in the past few years has been one for the future. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if that's true. Because well, you, m- you look at Vinaldum, you look at Mbemba, you look at Janmat, you look at... Um, but those are not Mbemba, tre- Bella, you look at... No, they, these are the right. guys... We've signed players... Mbemba is... Yeah, but you're... Mbemba's like the same on, age That's as, not a trend. That's the last class. Those are the last ones we... Say. No, He's saying the last few no, years, all we signed. But then right. you look... All right, you go as far back as Kabai, Teote, Debushi, you look at um, Mbiwa, you look at Santon, you look at... I mean, I can... I can Haidara, yeah, we signed... We signed... Sissoko, you look at... We signed... Marvo, okay. They're all for now. Okay. Well, okay, you listed a lot of names there, a few but of on, which on, I would go, would no, they were the same age as but hang on. They, but they, they were younger. Some, they'd sign one or two like players, like a Yanma, and then surround them with sort of incompetent youth. That's not enough. Who is who's the incompetent youth? I mean, literally in terms of like, well, I mean, we're, I, it's proof is in the, I mean, they're in the relegations. No, 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 so but who, who have we signed that's incompetent youth? At the moment, I'd say Mitrovic, Perez, I'd say... You can say whatever you want about the midfield combination, but they're not winning games, so you have to say Kovac Col- is young. Like Kovac I mean, and Anita aren't incompetent youth. They're just... Dave, I would, I would say that that's... Incompetent might not be the right word. Ineffective might be. Yeah. But then I, I, w- I would say that we haven't been signing incompetent youth. I would say that the majority of our transfer policy actually... It works out. It genuinely does. It's just that the managers have let them down. Because I think like Hatem Ben Arfa would still be playing here now if it wasn't for, for Alan Pardew. And Hatem Ben Arfa is having a ripe old time up there in France. I would say that Remy Cabela needed time to bed in and become a proper player. And he's... he's but I would say... He's our, just been replaced with Tovan, who's going to need the same kind of time. Our transfer policy of a club of not signing players over 26 
means that like if you look at teams traditionally look at Arsenal when they signed Henri as an example you mm. bring in that kind of young foreign league player who's going to need time to acclimatize but you have a couple of you need a balance to the team. You need the older pros who can kind of steady things. Absolutely. We've yeah. only gone after one type of player, and they're, by and large, by definition, they're going to be inconsistent. But I, I don't think that it's a recruitment issue. I think it's a retention I- issue. Because if you look at the players that we've signed, your Kabais, your Debushis, your... Um, Searching for that other Santon, one. Santon, your... Mm. Like, I'm, I'm thinking about players who've, who've, who've come and then gone. No, but, you, no, Greg, right, so Jay, you, I'm sorry, what, I've got to pick you up now. Yeah, okay. sure. First of all, I think you're starting to sound a heck of a lot like an ostrich. Because <laughs> I don't know what that phrase was, but you said something about how our transfer policy is along recruitment, the lines. It, the, the issue it's is a, it, retention, it, not recruitment. Okay, well, I disagree. I mean, Santa, you've said, you've said Kabai and you've said Debushi. Mm-hmm. Kabai, yeah, fine, he was good for us. And we sold him for twenty million. Debushi, yeah. The only other on. one I'd add Santon, to that. Santon, Santon, we didn't want him to go, and he wasn't even playing for us. Santon wasn't yeah. our big Newcastle success. It's not. No, 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 it's no, not, not like we desperately wanted to. Re- He's another example of someone we've signed who's really promising, and it's not worked out. But I think but my issue is that he was. He was decent. He was fine. And we shouldn't have sold him, which is my point. Okay, but you're talking about three players in like 20 players we've signed under Mark. I'd add Denver Barr to the list, but that's the only other one I can think of. Barr, Remy. Remy was a Yeah, but we could have signed him. Like, on a a full-term contract, we definitely could have. Isn't he on record saying he didn't want to stay? Um, God, I could could go on, but the, the point is like... It's not who we sign, it's who we've subsequently let go that's the biggest problem. But that's our model, right, isn't it? Yeah, that's really, our model and that's the problem. Like, if really you, right now, but right now, what is our club missing? It's a left-back, a centre-mid that can create a bit, and it's a centre-forward who puts things away. So we need to sign, well, Demba Bar, Kabai, and Asanton. <laughs> and in a move that would make the prosecution of Stephen Avery's team look good, they've gone after a midfielder. <laughs> like, literally... Yeah. I think you could add Jose Enrique as one that got away that we sure. should have held on to. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Like, there's players that we sign these players on a risk based on potential. Mm. And then when they come good and get to the point of their career where their earnings will be at the highest they'll ever be, we sell them. I would argue that three-fourths of those players, though, had lost their patience with management surrounding them yeah, with, with apt players. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's absolutely Which fine. Which is what I'm saying. Was right now, we don't even have... We've been in such flux that, that you don't... That for whatever weird alchemy, the players we've decided to keep, like Sissoko or Teote. Anita or Colaccini, they don't have that special ingredient. Mm. They can well, work hard, they might have some great plays sometimes, but they don't have that bit of magic like a Kabai did or like some of the other players that did stick around for three or four years. These current players, they just don't... I don't know what it is, they don't have it. They don't... Whatever it is we're doing, it ain't fucking working. No, Paul, I'd no. agree with that. Paul. I agree. I'm not to blame here. <laughs> I don't know why you're looking so, at me like that. You were at the game. Yes. Was it better or worse the same as the performance against Arsenal? Kind of the same. It was the most sort of crystallised Newcastle performance of this season in that we created fairly good chances, should have put at least two of them away and then conceded an easy goal. 
which I think a lot of the problem with the crowd was the fact that that keeps happening. Mm. We clearly need a striker. Why aren't we seemingly going after one as soon as the windows open? Yeah. Why so, hasn't one been lined up to just come in? So Perez missed a Perez missed pretty... some decent... He needs a rest, I think. He's, a lot of pressure seems to be being put on him yeah. as well. Oh, dear, oh dear. It's fucking awful, mate. If we had a big enough that, pr- that pressure of all, I have of all, to that, add of all well. that money and uh, Just, fame. What you've been, what you're getting paid doesn't mean that you're a 20 year old who can suddenly how many the nurses, Dave? How yeah. many <laughs> Sorry, nurses could we pay footballers like soldiers' 20 wages? Years old is it's, probably the age you would be able to manage a Christmas series of games and. Well, 20 years I old, 20 years well, old, old I was, is, I was I mean, an absolute fool at 20 years old. And to have that amount of pressure to keep a, a large Premier League club up by putting away the chances, that's a lot of pressure. 50,000 fans when you're at home, a good 4,000 fans when you're away. That's a lot to of pressure To be fair, though, 50,000 fans who are not expecting much. <laughs> well, they're expecting <laughs> you to beat Watford at home or West Brom or, you know... And the, to be fair, oh, it's not just the kids who are underperforming. Like, I'd no. quite wanted to see Tovan and De Jong start this game for thought it's kind of you want to see De Jong play Paul and I did oh, and he Michael. was absolute shite he is yeah do you finally was... admit I admit he's unfit but <laughs> it's just not <laughs> he's also not worth playing at the moment can I can I I will never admit can that, I just so I ask you a question yes why would Ajax let their captain go if he wasn't you know surplus to the requirements well Ajax are the level of club that the, there's no player they can hold on to for their entire career if they want to go and they'll get higher wages yeah, in the Premier League. that doesn't make sense. I, I honestly... Well, I think they would have... Why would Montpellier, whoever it was, let Kabai go? Because he wants to go for higher wages. It's, he was their captain in Talisman and got... Yeah, but his contract was running down. Like, when we bought... We bought De Jong for, like, seven, eight million pounds... For their captain to go for, like... Oh, no, I don't, I don't think them selling De Jong I, I was think, a reflection on his abilities. I just think... I, I might be, it sell. might have been a reflection on... The, his medical record. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's more likely. Yeah. So that's fair enough. Yeah. Leave, leave him alone. Why, <laughs> why do you I think I don't know, it's weird though because I think performing in front of the Newcastle crowd, like the, you've, it, it's the best possible scenario in the league because it's so it's such a high number and yet almost no pressure. Like the world is not watching Newcastle. Um, those players, those kids could be running riot and having a great time and not have the world's media hand them. I, like, I think uh, that's that's backwards. I think there's a, far more pressure on a club like Newcastle than there is on, say, a club like West Brom, who are in a similar position to us, or Swansea. Yeah, but I was just, I'm saying they don't have as many fans. I'm saying like for the for the number of fans we have, Newcastle's not really. And un, un, it, it, save for like a cartoony, like Ooh, what are they up to? Look at Mike Ashley's a twat kind of way. We don't actually have that massive like media mic- like microscope. Like the oh, other it's fair to say it's fair to say that we don't. It's not like going to somewhere like Arsenal or Chelsea. We don't have that intense no. media pressure. But we don't boo if in, we're not winning at half time. Like no, no. But, and, and we but, only boo at the full time if we're bumped out the cup or there's, it's been a poor performance. Like there, there's so many. So every where, game, yeah. Well, no, <laughs> as we've said, the performances have been all right. They're not being, yeah. you know, we haven't been winning typically, but they've been okay, like good enough to have the the fans actually have the players' backs throughout the game. But we're, and, a, one, we're a one club city. Yes, there's so a lot there, of pressure. There is that whole mm-hmm. goldfish bowl phrase. Uh, yeah. So, the transfer window is open. Woo. Supposedly, we've signed someone. 
Yes. Supposedly. Mm. I mean, by the time you're listening to this, I assume it will have been confirmed. Mm. As it stands right now, Steve McLaren has said he is in the building. How do we pronounce his name? Henri, Henri? Savier. Sav- Savier. I don't think it's Savier because it's, it's Sa- like... It's, S-A-I-V-E-T, so there's no, like, Isn't it V-I-E-T? No, no, it's I heard someone on Sky Sports say Savier, but that does look like a mispronunciation. Yeah, because it's... Oh, it's Savier. I don't know how to pronounce it, but... But you don't know how to pronounce it. Henry Savier. Yeah, Henry But can you guess what position he plays? Can you guess what league we've signed him from? I would imagine we wouldn't make the mistake again of signing a tricky, lightweight French winger. Well, we haven't, so you're all right. Well, this is the thing, because some people say he can play central midfield. No, no, no. You look at, you look at his, um, his performance, like his um, appearances over the last few seasons. He's traditionally played as a centre mid with occasional perform- uh, uh, appearances at defensive mid. He's more, he's more, the way he was described to me by um, uh, Julian Laurent, you know, the French journalist, yeah, he said yeah. he's more like a Kabai than he is a Cabela, but he's not Kabai. He looks muscular, he looks... Yeah, he, he's, he's decent defensively, but I agree with, I think what Fergus was getting the point was, we need to sign a striker and we've signed a a midfielder we need to not just sign a striker we need to sign more than that oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah but when we'll see whether we do stri- sign a striker and we'll talk about that in a minute but I watched old Savier's Saive's YouTube YouTube video it's just one ask. I'm just reminding myself that this indicates the problem that I remember us all having a conversation about how do you pronounce Tovan's name? <laughs> I remember us having the conversation about how do you pronounce Cabela's name. There's a theme Cabela. developing here. If you don't know how to pronounce Cabela. the player's name before he arrives, <laughs> maybe he's untested. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we do seem to just... Well, it's another risky one, because you... Ordinarily, you sign a young player from a foreign league, you would be saying... Obviously, they need a season to bed in before we can say what they're really about. But yeah. we don't have that luxury this season. No. I watched his YouTube risk. video. Mm. Shit music, as usual. What? Was it Evanescence? Because it's often Evanescence. It wasn't Evanescence. I'm, I'm assuming the players don't get to pick the music that goes with <laughs> <laughs> the The 12-year-old Taiwanese kid plugs in. Yeah, they're always... It's always really bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I really hate. On um, there are many things to hate about BBC Sport, oh, the uh, yeah. Twitter account. But I do follow it because it'll often show you a nice little video of something that's happened that weekend. But they seem all their videos seem to be accompanied by. <laughs> there seems to be a rule in the last few years. It's, it's never Leonard you, Cohen, is it? No. <laughs> but what is the rule that all? Videos of football have to be accompanied yeah. by intense Euro. It's like if they don't hold your attention for every split second, Euro you trans. might stop watching. The video itself, what I was watching, and, and this is by no means, doesn't mean that he won't be good for us. But it probably does. <laughs> Very does underwhelming. It? Oh, you know. really? I actually think so. But those videos, right. they'll be like, they'll show you the same 
tapping four times <laughs> <laughs> from each angle. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, that doesn't mean... I mean, it's happening is fine. The job I want this player to do, given, that his, given his position, is not the 30-yard screamer. Oh, that'd be nice. It's not the dribbling past seven players. Yeah, you want it's him as the, far away from a highlights reel as possible. Exactly. You, you, remember that, you remember we were talking about last season, we were saying that, oh, when, when are we going to bring in statistics for the, the, the second pass before the goal? Yeah. That's what I want this kid to be doing. I want him to be doing the Kabai role. I don't want him necessarily to be... I want him to put through Jorginho Vijnaldum so that he can pass the ball back for Mitrovic. That's, that's what I want. That's a link between defence and attack. Exactly, that's what I want. Sure. But then that brings us to the, another player that we've been linked with in the window, John Joe Shelby. Yeah, did you see, I think it was the Telegraph today reporting John Joe Shelby's friends have said it's basically a done deal. Mm. On a five-year contract. He well, said Don Hutchinson said the same as, as good oh, as on Twitter. was that who he was talking about? Yeah, yeah. Well, Don he, Hutchinson's cryptic tweet. Cryptic tweet. Really good, uh, really good signing for Newcastle. His, name start, his surname starts with S and ends in Y. Well, oh. limits it, really. So, Can John we Joe think Shelby. of another player? <laughs> <laughs> start, surname starts... Everyone try. Uh, uh, Shirawi. Oh, bloody hell, that'd be amazing. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that well, was a good well pull. Done. Good, nice pull. Very nice pull. I'm done. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for uh, good show, guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm not convinced with John Joe Shelby because did you see the, the clip of him on the FA Cup game against Oxford? Where yeah, but it's one short clip. I know, but that, like, basically, the ball comes to an Oxford player uh, around the box. And John Joe Shelby's within a... He's as far away uh, from the ball as you are to me now, Fergus. So, you know, like four foot. And he just hands on his knees, doesn't make any effort to go and ch- chase the ball I back. saw that clip. Right. And I thought... What it, a twat. It, no, I thought... I All right. I thought it... We don't know the context of that. Yeah. Because the end of the game, he might have, in that moment, have had serious cramp or a serious stitch or whatever. That happens mm. in moments. It was like out of context. I don't think it's enough evidence to damn him. Okay. I'm not, By uh, at yeah. the same time, I don't think he's necessary. He doesn't strike me as the savior. I mean, it, no. it just, it's, it's, just, but it's the sort of club. He's the sort of player that a club who are 18th in the league and are desperately fighting for survival it's gonna buy because that's the yeah. sort of fucking club we are now. I don't think he's exactly what we need, but he's the sort of player you never like playing against. Yeah. He's got a good long shot on him, which nobody in our team seems to have. Those are the two things I think. Yeah, he can pass a football. I don't know anything else about other than that though. I just well, he's, he's going to be trying to play his way into the England squad as well because he is on the fringes for the Euros. So like, any John Joe Shelby. And any question of motivation, I think he's going to be fairly up for it. And the main thing is like. Is he an upgrade on what we have in centre yes. field? And yeah, I'd yeah. say undoubtedly yeah. he is. One thing that you might like, he does have a bit of needle about him. He's not afraid to put his foot in. That's what he's I mean. Not about, he's, 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 I think he's a fucking got, weirdo. But he's, yeah, he's <laughs> so he is like, a sociopath. Back Did to you, you in the studio, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> he is, he is just, a mental. There's something about him I just can't quite put my finger on. Like, yeah. he's very like, what's the word? Like ephemeral? Or very, like, it's like, the Voldemort thing. Ethereal, yeah, he's yeah, just he's an odd, kooky cat. Like, you don't know how old he is. Like, you don't know what he's like. You just you look at him, you're yeah, like... Yeah, that's his alopecia. It's oh, a bit of a... <laughs> is that what it is? I don't care where he's from. I didn't know no idea he was English for the longest time. It's just because, like, his mm. name is fucking John Joe. Yeah. 
It's a silly name. Was oh, John. That's a weird name. I didn't know where he's from. It could be like Serbia. John Joe? Who was the last fucking John Joe you met? Well, I've never met one, Charlie. <laughs> I've never met a John Joe I didn't like. I just, so, I don't know, I thought Western Europe, I don't know. But I do think he is, he's got a lot of Premier League appearances. Mm. On his day, he can be very good. It's the sort of player we've been saying we should be trying to sign. So I was worried that maybe he plays at his best when he's in a team that's playing with confidence. And that has Possibly. a lot of possession. And up until the last few games, Fergus's big bugbear, we have not had a lot of Possession, we had sixty so. percent against Watford. Yeah, yeah. Not that, that they just no. basically hoofed it up. Got a lot of Premier League appearances on his day can be good. Sounds a bit like Jack Colback. I think he's better than Colback. Yeah, he's he, more he... of a threat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We just got uh, our technician just gave us the told the signal to fuck up to signal. <laughs> you are dragging this fucker <laughs> on a bit. So another hour on Shelby, and then yeah. <laughs> okay. One more player that we've apparently put a bid in for, Saido Berahino. Charlie, would you like him? Do you think it's going to happen? He's the only one on that shortlist that interests me on any re- to moves my molecules in any way, really. I think he's, Do you think it'll happen? I don't know. Well, I'm curious to why they want to sell him, but I don't. I, I, I've. It's my understanding. Is this incorrect? Fifteen million is that our transfer? Eighteen budget? million. Yeah. No, that is that our. Tra- I've heard our transfer budget that was fifteen. No, no, no. no, no. no. We've got, we've Fifty got, apparently. Yeah, we've got plenty of cash. We're, oh, right. we're not limited. Then yeah, I think I, if they if they'd spend that kind of money, I would. I'd, it, again, these all have a massive stench of panic buy, but that is we are literally panic buying. So I, I think you know, other clubs are in for him though, aren't they? And well, the uh, Birds have apparently they... offered 10 million, no, 14 million and Andros Townsend, which is bonkers. What is the deal? That's another Andros Townsend. What is the deal? Like, is he going to, you know, wherever he goes, is he going to be good? Is he going to be shit? Why isn't he playing? What's oh, his deal? He's like, hardly kicked a ball. He had moments of brilliance he's, he's, a year he's, ago, but he's not consistent enough for, no. for me. I, I wouldn't, I personally wouldn't go in for him. And if I were West Brom, I would rather have 18 million from Newcastle than a player and 14 million from... But it sounds yeah. like there's some kind of problem with Berahino. Yeah, at attitude West Brom. wise. He was, yeah, yeah. he was dropped for a game and uh, yeah. Tony Pulis didn't want to talk about exactly why, but it was pretty clear that there was something behind the scenes. That happens in football. It's not something to rule him out on. No. But um, perhaps that was Berahino angling for a move. Yeah. Yeah. So I think players often get accused of having an attitude problem under Tony Pulis, which maybe says more about him than them. Maybe, Fair point. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I, I would quite like to be the beneficiaries of his uh, problem at West Brom because we could do with a striker. Yeah. He's not got a spectacular record. I was going to say no, yeah. no. I don't know where his values come from. I would much rather we spent the money, like £18 million, I'd much rather we spent £15 million on Charlie Austin yeah. and £3 million on a left-back. Do you reckon we could get him for 10, though, now that his contract's going to... Who, Charlie? Yeah. That's... No. It's going to depend what other teams bid as well, I yeah. think. We're... I'd rather have Charlie Austin than Berahino. Yeah. yeah, I'd agree. I think it would fit more with our squad as well, because Berahino's never been prolific. Whereas no. Charlie Austin, get him on a good run of form, and he will put the ball in the back He's of the different head. to what we've got as well. Yeah, he's... But it doesn't seem to be being talked about anymore. No. So I, it, looks like, it looks like he wants to stick to QPR. Okay, tomorrow night we yes. are playing Man United. Woo! Is ever a result screamed 1-0 loss? <laughs> 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 That's that, right? Um, I, I, I actually kind of think we're going to win this game. 
Yeah, yeah, because we do. We always raise up the game for these teams. We're in crisis mode. We might have a new signing in. And to be honest, I've watched. I watched Man United, and I actually did watch that in the FA Cup, and that was Mm. bored me to fucking tears. They are poor. They are shit. They they're they're ripe for it. So I think we could. It, you know, if we come show up, have all the chances. You know, but, well, they're yeah. only a, they're only a big name by uh, history. History at the moment. Mm. Yeah, they're terrible. Dave, this what do you see the result being? I mean, I don't think I'd be surprised if our new signing is playing against Man U. But yeah. Dave, what do you think the result? This is, is this is exactly the kind of situation where we could win two nil and then go on to lose the next two games one nil. But honestly, I reckon we're gonna. We're going to lose this 1-0, but then... Five in a row. But then we're going to go on a little bit of a run. Okay. I mean, that would be great. <laughs> Can't <laughs> see it happening, but... Paul? Ostrich. I think this is the perfect time to play Man U, because they're so poor. And our defence has looked pretty decent. I think we might win this 1-0. I think that's quite a good call. But I'm going to go with a 1-0 loss... Dave, sorry, what was your actual prediction? 1 0 loss. 1 0 loss. I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to say 2 0. 2 0 loss. No, it's a win. 2 0 win. Okay. Yeah. Everything points to it being one of the most boring games of the season. They're just, it's, like, it's really weird to watch a Man United team that just doesn't respond. They don't respond to winning or losing. They're just. They're just yeah. a, it's a zombie They're club. just shit. Yeah, Maybe they're, they're just all like deaf. Pace drawing. I don't know. Like, they, really, we've spent money and we're not doing well. They've spent money and they're not doing they're well. About, they're a bit like us. Yeah. But yeah. just like a level, um, a level, level, level. Yeah. Yeah. four up. Yeah. We're just better at being shit than they are. <laughs> it's remarkable yeah, how high you. up the table they are if you watch them play football. It's just mind-blowing. So, uh, it's, it's been great to be with you guys in the same room again. It's been great to talk about another 1-0 loss. let's hope that next podcast we've got something else to talk about actually there's one more game before the next podcast to West Ham West Ham at home Mm -hmm. that's right on Saturday so let's quickly rattle through it Charlie West Ham at home prediction um, one all one all two one Dave is saying two one to us two two 2-2? Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. I'm going to go with 1-0 one, one. One loss. <laughs> <laughs> that is the new 1-1. One, one. <laughs> do six in is a there, there are, are there odds for us staying up? Or yeah. like going yeah, down? We're third favourite to go down now. It's 4-7. to seven. For us to go down? Yeah. I think I bet on it good. at the start of the season just to offset the inevitable disappointment. I mean, obviously Did it you? won't make up I haven't got, it. I'd cash out if I was you. After this, after the Man U game, cash out. I haven't got a maths degree, but does that mean is that is it? Just Wait a the, minute, you is haven't. that just the, uh, shock that everyone take, set, set your cup of tea down uh, for that news? Um, is that just the inverse odds for us to go to stay up? Was that like they don't have that? But it's not like so. Not, so basically, they offer like markets for staying up. No, You'd have right, to like so lay somebody else's bet so, of going so down. So basically, it means that it's more likely that we go down than we stay up. Right. Well, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. and Dave. Do you think that's the case? Yeah, do you guys think we're going to no, stay up? No, we're going to stay up. Although now I'm about 40%. 40%. Which we'll for you down. is basically yeah. certain You're that we're going to yeah, go that, down. Sorry, we're going to finish now, but this has become a theme of this season's podcast. Very quickly, Dave thinks we're 40% down. Paul... 
I'd say 45. 45%, that's where I was last week. That's the possibility of us going down that I said. Charlie? 50%. 50%. I'm back there as well. 50-50. 50-50 is as to whether we go down. Okay. We're all pretty close. I'd like to see the maths. It's all all heading in one direction. (laughs) As the table lies, like how many points we would need to stay up. Like there must be like a stat right now of how many points. Yeah, the average is... Keep us up at this point from our remaining games, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. The average is uh, 38 points to survive. And so we need uh, 21. Well, is it di- but it must be different now based on where the teams are at, right? Or like how many, how many team points? I mean, I could go yeah. away and find it out for you. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> Maths. Thanks for listening, guys. It's been great to be in your ears again. Please, even if you do give up on Newcastle United, never <laughs> give up on the Newcastle Matter <laughs> podcast. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Thanks. And thank you, Charlie. At iCharlieHunter. Thanks. <laughs> All right, okay. Are you going to legally change your name to that now? <laughs> It's just my Twitter handle. I just want people to, you know, reach out. Get hi. behind at Charlie Hunter, guys. Aye. And at Newcastle Natter. Uh, but don't follow me because I'm not that good on Twitter. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. This is a Playback Media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.